0: Welcome to the Uno Mas Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney K, Brand and Social Media Specialist, Network Marketing Professional and Influencer Marketing Mentor and Coach. I invite you to join thousands of other listeners and me each week in elevating your business brand and life with a foundation of faith. I help you create a brand and a voice to be heard, leveraging social media and the online space to impact individuals, build and scale communities and create simple strategies for a thriving and profitable online business. The Uno Mas podcast is here to inspire you to dream, think, and do big, talking all things faith, family, life, and the in-between. Stop feeling overwhelmed, confused, stuck, and at a standstill, and start feeling confident, productive, and fueled with purpose in your life and business again. You're ready for a change, a change in your brand, that is. So how do you know when you're ready to go through the rebranding process? Can you do this successfully? And how do you go about doing it with people already connected to your current brand? I'm gonna share a little bit of my rebranding story and what I believe it takes to have a successful rebranding process. Let's go ahead and dive right in. (laughs) Hello, my female entrepreneurs. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We are talking about rebranding today. And this is actually a question I was asked in a recent clubhouse room that I was hosting. And somebody asked me the question of, I'm going through a divorce. My brand is my name. But now, since my name is changing, I'm going through a whole rebranding process. Should I keep it my name? Should I turn it into like a completely different name? And how do I do this effectively? You know, there's already people attached to my brand and I get it. I get it. As soon as this lady started speaking, as soon as she started speaking, I was like, girl, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I've been there. It's me. I had to go through this. So I was like, why not create an amazing podcast and talk this out with you all a little bit more in depth because I had to keep my response to her pretty short in the room on clubhouse. And um, by the way, I'm just going to say, if you are interested in being a part of any of our future rooms, any of my future rooms that I host alongside so many amazing professionals in the industry, then you can go to whitneyk.us forward slash clubhouse dash events. That is whitneyk.us forward slash clubhouse slash forward slash clubhouse dash events. My goodness. Okay hope you got it. Anyways. So in regards to rebranding, let's first talk about when you know you're ready for a rebrand. And I believe that there's four main areas that you need to consider or think about when you are considering a rebrand, um, because you don't just want to rebrand for absolutely no reason just because you don't like the colors or, you know, whatever. And I mean, you can always change up those things. That's fine. But it, we're talking like a full on rebrand here, like redoing your logo, redoing your mission statement, redoing, you know, your, your vision and your, your social media positioning, your online positioning, like all of the things, your website, all of it. So when we're thinking of a rebrand, there's a couple things that you need to keep in mind, uh, and consider. The first one is, do you have a complete change in direction? The second one is Can you no longer connect with your ideal customer avatar or your ICA? The third is, have you lost your why? Are you not even driven anymore? You know, like, why were you even doing this in the first place? If you don't even know anymore, this is a good reason to consider a rebrand. And then the fourth thing is, do you need An update, like is your brand completely out of date? So I want to rewind a little bit because, like I said, when this lady asked me this question in Clubhouse, I immediately was like, Girl, got I got you. I've been here, I've been here. So years ago, years ago, (laughs) in my first marriage, I started my very first company, and it has transformed and become what it is today. But when it first started, I don't ever really talk about this a lot. In fact, I guarantee you not a lot of people know unless you were born and raised in the same city as me. So when I first started, I had this company called Bella V LLC, and that means beautiful life. And at this time in my life, I was a marketing coordinator for clubs in Cincinnati and I was basically planning events. And so my whole concept behind this was I want to quit the corporate world and I want to do this on my own and plan events and do a little bit of branding and marketing, you know, with what I've been doing for so long. So that was the first idea with this business. And where it initially started is that I was like this event planner. Well, long story short, I hate planning events. <laughs> like, What was I even thinking? I um, I like going to events. I like being the host of an event, but no way, shape and form do I actually like all the details that goes into planning it. So I commend you, those of you out there that take the time to put on events and absolutely love what you do because I just realized this was not for me. So fast forward, many, many years forward, I was, um, you know, always doing social media, always doing graphic design, always doing branding, but I never really had this all encompassing type of brand behind it. I always had Bella V and I just kind of kept adding and removing things to the brand that I felt fit in this ideal puzzle that I was trying to create. And this was when I was really lost as an entrepreneur and, you know, I was kind of trying to find my way. And I think we all go through this and it wasn't until several years ago, not several, I mean, not even that long ago, I want to say like two, three years ago that I was on a plane coming back from a business trip and I had the words socially savvy said in a podcast. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what everybody says to me. Whitney, you're so socially savvy. And that was it. It was like, it just clicked. And I was thinking to myself, I need to, I, as soon as I land, as soon as I land this plane, like I'm flying it. You're right. Okay. No. As soon as I get off of this plane, I need to, I need to go in a rebrand. I need to complete, I need to run with this. And that's me. Like when I have an idea, I go balls to the walls, crazy, crazy. In like fast motion forward, I go after it. So, as soon as I got off the plane, my mind was racing. I was jotting down ideas while I was still on the plane like, how am I going to do this? What am I going to do? What's it going to look like? All these things were going around in my mind, but I was so connected to it. And then, like, I knew exactly who I wanted to serve and how I was going to serve them and the services I was going to offer and what I wasn't going to offer. That's important. You need to know what you're definitely not going to do um, along the lines of what you are going to do so you can get really clear with your brand and your vision. So with that being said, that is where a social savvy influencer came about. And it is today, it's where it's evolved into what it is today, which is absolutely amazing. And I'm obsessed and I'm in love with my brand and who I serve and what I get to do for a living. It's just, I'm so blessed and grateful. And, um, but at the same time too, during this whole transition, you know, I was married at one point and my name was my name and I got a divorce and that was at the same time I moved across the country, had a huge life shift. And I thought to myself, well, I don't want to change my name just yet because I have a son and I want us to have the same last name. And I didn't know when I was going to get remarried. And fast forward today, I am remarried and I have a different last name. But one thing I wanted to think about was, okay, when it comes to branding and a business, I need a name that I'm not going to be worried about losing and that was my first and middle name and that's why I go by Whitney K that's why everybody knows social savvy influencer Whitney K that's my name that's my brand that's that's me I can't lose that. Nobody can take that away from me is my first and my middle name. So I stuck with that uh, even before I got remarried for the second time. And my husband now had even asked me like, well, are you going to change your brand from Whitney K to what your last name is now? And I was like, no honey, as much as I love you, I'm not because this is my business and it's my brand. And he's so amazing. He gets it and he understands. And there was never an argument about that. So when I went through this process, I really was going through a lot of change and shift in my life. So when we think about those four reasons as to why you might want to rebrand, Many of them came into play when I was in this period of transition in my life. Um, I had a change in direction. Many, many things were changing for me. I didn't like event planning. I loved social media and branding. I loved graphic design, and that does go into branding, but I've kind of dropped that part of my business, and I was just doing a lot of, of change. I was going through a lot of change, so change in direction definitely applies connecting with my ICA, my ideal customer avatar. I was struggling with that with Bella V because I didn't like what I did and I wasn't fully in love with who I was in the business I was trying to create at that time. So trying to speak to a person that I really didn't even understand myself was not connecting for me. And when I really tapped into who I was as a person and what I like to do and how I like to serve, that's when I could really connect to my ideal customer avatar and it just became more clear for me. The third thing, I definitely lost my why. Okay, I didn't know why I was doing what I was doing with Bella V. I mean, I had created this brand and it's almost like, do I stay with it just because I created it? Am I stuck here? Do I have to continue showing up doing something I absolutely just don't like doing? And the answer was no, not at all. I didn't have to stay there. I don't have to stay stuck. I want to be happy with my brand. And that's something else I hear all the time. I hear so many women and men get hung up on like brand colors and brand aesthetic and, and things like that. And as important as they are to the brand, it is more important for you to fall in love with them first. Because if you are the face and the creator behind your brand, don't you think you want to love your like second child, maybe even your first and only child? I mean, I know people that are married to their businesses, married to their careers and married to their brands. You want to make sure that you are obsessed and in love with what you've created. So, Knowing exactly what you want and what you like, whether it's visually, aesthetically, you know, mission connection to your ICA, whatever it is, you need to feel a full on love connection with what you're creating. And then the fourth thing was, is did I need an update? I mean when you're in the industry that I am as a social media specialist strategist and coach and and branding specialist and just online tech nerdy person that I am everything's constantly changing so there's always going to be need for an update but did I actually need an update in my branding not necessarily but <laughs> if I look back at what my brand looked like eight, nine years ago compared to what it looked like today, my answer today would be to my eight, nine years ago self, hell yes, you need an update. It was new and fresh at the time, but it was seriously outdated. So all four of these reasons applied for me. Now, this doesn't mean that all four would necessarily apply to you when it comes to rebranding, maybe just one or two do. But when you rebrand, you have to consider, am I doing it? Consider and ask yourself the question, am I doing this for the right reasons? And if you can come to the conclusion and the answer of yes, then that is when you can make the decision to go into a rebranding phase. So that leads me into the second part of this podcast with you guys today is that, you know, how do you go through this? Like, what are the best practices? And, there's things that you need to have in place, like, you know, rebrand, re- choose your colors and your mission statement. Are these things that you have to change up? Is your brand voice still the same? Are you positioned correctly where you need to be positioned as far as online and throughout social media? Are you on the right platforms, narrowing down your ideal audience, you know, readjusting your website, your marketing materials, your branding material, all of that stuff, all of that stuff obviously goes into play. But I'm more along the lines speaking of how do you maintain the connection to people that are already attached to your brand? Now, if you're doing a complete redirection in your brand and your brand has nothing to do with what you were previously doing, then you might just have to sever that relationship with those old clients or those old consumers. But if your brand is just making a small pivot and can still tailor to these people, but in just a more specific way or just a slight, shift or pivot in direction, then take them along the journey, especially in such a social media driven day and age that we live in. It is so important to communicate that to your following, to your consumers, to your subscribers, let them go on this journey with you. Some of the most connected consumers to a brand are those that feel like they are actually a part of the process, that they are actually important to the brand. And the only way to make somebody feel important is if you include them at your dinner table and into those inside discussions and thoughts, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I am all in favor of taking people through the BTS behind the scenes process of this transition that you are going through and the whole entire rebrand. It's great for a couple of reasons. It will help build rapport with them. It will help build trust with them. It will also help boost your engagement through the process. And it helps you build authority in your space when things at times feel so unbalanced and maybe messy because you're going through a transition but it helps also build community. And ultimately that is what you want to do. You want to bring people in, you want to bring them in so close that they feel attached and in love with your brand as much as you do. Because once you do that, you have just locked in a lifelong consumer and customer. So embrace the change, embrace the rebrand. It's not always a pretty process, but when you work with somebody that specializes in branding like myself, then they can help you make it a lot easier and clarify your message so that you don't feel so, you know, out of whack in the process. So I hope these tips were helpful. I don't want you to just jump the gun and go into this whole rebranding phase when you might not necessarily be in need of it. So consider those four things that I mentioned at the very beginning. And that is, are you having a change in direction? Number one, number two, can you no longer connect to your ideal customer avatar? Number three, have you lost your why? And number four, do you need simply just an update to stay relevant to today's (laughs) timeframe. So if those four apply, then you most likely are in need of a rebrand. You absolutely can be successful at doing it. Just embrace it, share the process and enjoy the new journey. friends. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Uno Moss podcast. How can you help support us moving forward? Head on over to Apple iTunes and leave us your review. We love hearing back from you and what you're liking best by listening to this podcast. And if you are wanting to elevate your brand, position yourself successfully in an online space and increase your profits, then head on over to socialsavvyinfluencer.com and see how you can connect and get involved with even more. I look forward to Unomas podcast next week.